organic poison sickest in the south i think i'm gonna name this episode the last episode no it's not the last episode this is the last episode that i'm gonna be recording on my mother freaking phone thank you god i have finally broke down and ordered myself the most minute setup possible to finally move over to the laptop it's not the most minute <laughs> setup but it's still the shit i ended up ordering some stuff from sweetwater i'm sure maybe a few of you guys are familiar with i mean i used to think they were like knockoff brand musicians friends but it kind of seems like they go way harder than musicians friends yeah, I'm I'm not like sponsored by them or anything, but uh, you know. I also that's probably like the only piece of equipment for anything I've ever bought in my life. <laughs> if I think about it. But that's probably not true. I got a guitar once and I lost it on tour with uh Fight to Die. I don't know how many of you guys know who Fight to Die is, but, uh, yeah. That's not really that exciting of a story, but... Fight to Die played a show with this band called... Close Your Eyes. They were, like, I guess kind of like a pop-punk band with breakdowns. I don't know, you know. But this was, like, forever ago, so... It was kind of before everybody sounded like a day to remember. So, I don't know. Anyway, but they won some kind of competition. There used to be this music festival, music festival called Cornerstone Music Festival in Bushnell, Illinois. Uh, but this, they had like a thing where they if people could vote for a band that could be like the best new artist or some shit. You know, one of those kind of things. It's kind of lame, but it's kind of cool. It's only lame because you're not ever in the band that gets chosen for that shit. So, uh, anyway. So, yeah, we played a show with them. The beginning of their tour, while they were on, they were ending their tour in Cornerstone. Ironically, Fight Tai was ending their tour at Cornerstone. But apparently a lot of bands were ending their tour at Cornerstone. But it's like two hours away from Chicago, so... Chances are, you know, whatever. Anyway, I was talking about ending their tour at Cornerstone. Who the hell closed your eyes? Okay, yeah, it was in Abilene, Texas. I was talking about my guitar. Man, it was a black Jackson with a Floyd Rose. Man, it was the shit. It was like the, the best guitar in the world. Like, and I had long, I just remember having long hair, wearing dungaree shorts. It was like, I just wanted to play, like, the hardest metal in the world that I didn't even have any idea how to play. I didn't deserve that guitar, and I guess, you know, whatever it may be in the cosmos stripped me of that guitar. We left it in Abilene, Texas. After the show with Close Your Eyes. And it was a pretty dope-ass show. And playing with Fight to Die was different than playing with, like, any other band that I was in. Because you could actually move around more and get buck-wild. 
because pretty much every song is some fast-paced shit. That shit's tight. It's like thrashy, I guess. Anyway, it's, more, it's very passionate punk rock music. Nonetheless, we went to Dallas the next night, and it wasn't until the next night when we were unloading equipment that we realized that my guitar was not in the back of the van. So, eventually, when we were able to get near internet and a computer, because nobody had a laptop back then, and Wi-Fi wasn't just everywhere you go. So, finally got around to getting to a computer, getting on Facebook and trying to get in touch with this guy, who booked the show and see if anybody found it, and then, you know, we go to, the, I think we went somewhere in Missouri, St. Louis, and it's just like, oh, shit. And then eventually, the guy, we got in touch with the guy, and he's like, yeah, we found it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, well, look, when I get home from, in about, like, two weeks, I am going to wire you the money to fucking send me that shit. You had to actually wire people money, I guess, as well. But, and he was like, all right, I got you. And then when I hit him up, when I got home, it was just like, uh. Yeah, so. Goodbye, Jackson Guitar. It was the shit. <laughs> that was a really unnecessary story, but... Some people like stories. I like stories. I usually like talking to people about stories. But, you know, I guess I'm talking to y'all. Um, there has been a lot of stuff that's gone on this week. Or in the past week, rather. Uh, you know, there's still protests going on. Uh, I think they really might change the Mississippi flag. That is going to be wild. I mean, you know, I say it's going to be wild. The flag doesn't really make a shit to me. Like, it doesn't mean anything to me. But, so, I, of course, have no fucking problem with pulling it down. Plus, it's like I've, we've felt strongly about that shit for a while. I know I have. I mean, obviously not passionate enough to just go rip them out of people's yards or anything. But in the same breath, like, I don't take that, I don't take that flag. Particularly the rebel flag. Because I honestly feel like I see the rebel flag more than I fucking see the Mississippi state flag. But even more to the point, it's like, that's crazy that you fucking see the rebel flag everywhere. And, <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's wild. You see, like, just crazy, like, nice, you know. I mean, people, people have their rights to certain shit. And I guess, you know, what people are asking, I mean, being logical here... People are asking these people to just, you can have it on your property, but you can't, you know, it's not like they're just banning them and making them fucking, like, paraphernalia of war or some shit. I don't even know if that's a thing. But in the same breath, if, <clears throat> if the, uh, the diehard Southerners, like, literally the diehard Southerners, were to if this is the thing that they decided to give pushback on 
It's like, ah, oh, well, you know, at least they didn't give a shit about us tearing down every single one of these Confederacy statues. It's like they didn't really. I mean, there something something happened, I believe, in uh, in Mexico, maybe. There was a guy who. I guess he, I don't want to say, he, he wasn't a boogaloo boy, but he was, I guess just some, some guy, the, the guys who were like the three percenters or whatever, the militia that was there, they said he wasn't with them, but this guy ended up, they, they, they were berating him, the uh, protesters were, and then he ended up shooting one of them because they hit him with a, uh, I guess allegedly they. I haven't seen the video, so I would encourage all of you to go see the video. It's just an interesting story because the militia, you know, the militia ends up protecting him, but they protect the protesters too. They weren't like they subdued him pretty much, but uh, and then they started like doing their own medical shit on the person that this random rogue militia guy. Uh, shot the guy that got shot by the random rogue militia guy the militia themselves were actually like he, like doing medic stuff on him before like an ambulance could get there and it was just crazy like i mean i'm not saying it in a conspiracy way because i think that the group of guys that were there they said that the only reason they were there was to, pro to protect the uh the protesters and make sure nothing got out of hand. Because there's been several of these monuments where people... This might be a conspiracy. There's been several monuments where there was people... With the guns and shit, like the militia guys... That you're like, the ones that you've been heard about forever, like the three percenters and stuff like that. Which I'm sure that not all three percenters are just loading up. I'm sure there's more important things to worry about. But I'm just saying... You think about what if what if those guys that are out there are actually hired and they're actually paid for to protect the protesters because they'll be there while they're destroying some of this stuff. It's like you think they're actually like some like militia group, but they're actually like some security group that was hired from fucking somewhere in Canada or something. They were bred for this. To protect the protesters. That would be crazy. Make you wonder who spent the money on them. I mean. There's been a lot of donation money going to a lot of different places here lately. I bet to get. I mean if you paid somebody. 150 grand to go protect some people for like. Like go to three different locations. And. In a week. I mean. A lot of these fucking places that are catching these donations. <laughs> I don't even want to continue this theory. It sounds crazy. And it's probably very much so not true. Because there's a Okay there's a lot of uh, places out there that definitely are doing the right thing when you donate to them. It's like but. You see all these celebrities that just donate this money. It's like well what exactly is the foundation they're donating it to? Because what if they're donating it to like a foundation that's actually like a it might actually be like a shell for the security company that would be crazy man 
I haven't seen. There's so many conspiracy theories out there. I haven't even heard that yet. You feel like you would have. That would have been one of the first things you heard. Are they like Pelosi hires? You know, <laughs> something like that. I mean, I don't know shit about her other than what people talk about her online. But it's one of those kind of things. It's like how people have become about Trump. It's like they just talk so much shit about Trump for like the most basic things that you could think of. And it's like, well, I don't even know what, you don't even, you get drowned out with any policy stuff that he does, other than when you hear about him doing some foul-ass shit, because he does some foul-ass shit. But, nonetheless, he is a, a pompous human. But, he's still the president for now. We'll see how that plays out. It doesn't really look like he's necessarily, uh... I don't know. It seems like he could have a better grasp on what's going on. But, I mean, for what it's worth, things look pretty cool, man. It, I mean, there's a lot of good changes happening right now across the country. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that I I, I worry about. But I think I might have mentioned it on here. The logic behind uh, shooting from Mars and landing on the moon, like maybe that is just what's going on here. But I'm very curious to see if what's going to happen with our money because <clears throat> they're talking about and I'm not like a whiz kid on any of anything that I talk about on this podcast but especially I have very little knowledge about what the fuck I'm about to talk about but supposedly we are going to be at the end of June, they're not going to have any more, like, money to help the small businesses. And, I mean, they're not going to have any money left for what they said they had. Yeah, I mean, we've watched them fucking write up $7 trillion or some shit like that in the past couple of months. So, they might be able to do it again. But, from everything you see and you hear and you read... I don't even know what the definition of a depression is, but I know that shit is not good. And they are, I mean, it takes like a click and maybe three words in Google, and you can find out what they, if things don't find a way to shape up, this is what's going to more or less happen. And the thing about it is, what sucks is you think to yourself, well, fuck it. Just open everything up everywhere in the entire country and let everybody go to work. And it's like, okay. So we, and only maybe a third of those people would actually be able to get their jobs back. Now, I want you to consider. That many people, that many people on record that don't have jobs. And now I want you to imagine every single mom and pop shop more or less just completely closing down and shutting their doors. Just think about how fucking crazy that would be. 
And by the way, they are also trying to get rid of the police. Which at that point, the police would have no choice but to be militarized. <laughs> I mean... And then you're gonna have these corp these corp jobs, you know, these fucking your WalMarts and your maybe your Targets, or they might just go ahead and dissolve that monopoly law, and they're going to just go ahead and have about five people that run everything. And the only <laughs> I don't know I'm just I'm I'm shooting from the hip here, but. It's it seems pretty crazy when you actually get to sit down and think about it, the potential because this is the thing we could sit here and we could say oh that would never happen, and now I want you to think about if I told you every single crazy fucking thing, from the smallest level of crazy to the highest level of crazy, if I told you any of the things you heard about this year, would you? Have ever believed me? If I told you all of this was going to happen? There is absolutely no way, dude. This shit has been buck wild. So you can't tell me that there's not a possibility that we could very well be like fucking... There goes everything. Like the whole America... Like... The whole American dream, everything. It's like, how do you keep an economy up in one area without the other? Obviously, I guess I should go ahead and get to the positive part because I sound like I'm being really fucking depressing. But <clears throat> there is a possibility that it won't be like the movies we've seen and it won't be like a... Like your worst fear or something. Maybe it'll actually be whatever is on the other side of this. Because if we have anything to compare it to, I'm sorry I'm jumping around, we can look back at the the first civil rights. I mean, I don't know what they're going to call this years later. If there is a years later. But if we get down the road and it's like, okay, you know, everything worked out for in whichever one million different possible ways that it could work out. It's like, what are they going to call this era? But anyway, if we can learn anything from the previous civil rights era, it definitely changed a lot. And people raised a lot of hell and all the different things that happened. But it was also around the same time of like the fucking hippie era. And if you think about that, it's like there was the same kind of stuff that's going on like... Whether it be the Marxism or, you know, the super communist, you know, push. It almost seems like they have to, somebody, I mean, let's just say it was by design from some other outside force. Think about how long, you see how people are reacting and you see how people are acting. Whether they are acting, uh... One way or the other. But for most everyone who's probably listening to this, you have been able to see those two different kinds of people become more and more tr grouped into a more uh, narrower group. It's like the way that you can look at it now 
especially these past couple of weeks with the way that people are behaving with the militant, uh, you know, putting people on blast and all that other crazy stuff. Just like, just like all these companies changing their stuff up and all that other good stuff. It's like you've got those people who it's like you, you almost know who is on that side. And then you've got. You know, you could put some people in oh, on that side that you just picked some names out of, out of your own brain. And then on the other side that's like, you know, super... I know it sounds crazy. It's just like, I don't want to say Republicans and Democrats because it's, it's they all respectively have much broader terms than that. But, it's, you know, the right side, the left side, that they deserve more titles than that. But... For the sake of the conversation. You know people that are on the left side. You know people that are on the right side. You've you've known people individually your entire life. Especially if you live in the south. I know that you haven't had any problems meeting people of all walks of life. That have very differing views. But for some reason. They go into these two different boxes. Most of the time. Whenever you dig that deep into them. Or maybe you don't. And that's great. Maybe you don't ever do that, but we've seen it marginally, generally, like people that you know at the store, people, whatever, you know, you have a database inside of your head, like a computer. Yeah, we're taking it there. You have a database inside of your head, like a computer. And it's probably, I'm shooting from the hip again here. This is all a big analogy that I'm just assuming will work. And every single life event or every single person that you meet goes into that database. And all of your, you know, your interactions and every single things you don't even notice. The only reason that you, it's kind of, I guess, it's not as exciting, but it's the same reason why when you grow up and you learn a language, like the first language you learn as a, like a, a child, it's like, but that, that's not as exciting as like all the people that you meet you know <laughs> anyway and it all goes in you have and you have these judgments and stuff like that well for some reason since we've become so in, uh, adapted to social media it's like you like people almost even if they don't say anything and stay out of the political area which has been really hard to do for the past four years for sure there's like it's been very hard. That's why I got off of Facebook for most of the past four years. But uh, yeah, <laughs> mhm. Mm that's exactly uh, that's exactly it. Don't you hate it when that happens? It's like database in your head I remembered um and well shit why don't even why did I why did I bring up database in your head it sounds like like a title for something database in your head 3.7 hope you guys have iPhones why because the new iOS 12 I don't know. It's apparently got like a new feature to where it's going to change like the home screen. So that's kind of cool. 
I wonder if you're going to be able to edit those little boxes they have on there. They have like a, it looks like it has like different things set into different boxes. And I wonder if you can just like hide some and move them. Because the Android phones are pretty hardcore when it comes to that. Like you can just chop things up and make folders, make things bigger, make things smaller. You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But nonetheless, I don't really care that much about phones. I just know that I know that a lot of people have iPhones, and uh, sometimes as an iPhone owner, which I don't know if people care as much now as they used to, but it's like used to be like, oh, cool, they got a new update coming. You know, it's like kind of the talk of the thing. I remember when we used to hang out at PJ's Coffee Shop a lot back in the day. Uh, <clears throat> Like, people would go, whenever, like, an iOS update would come out, people would all go there to use their Wi-Fi. There'd be people all on the, like, patio and shit, just updating their phone. Like, you and your friends go to update your phone at the, uh, PJs. I don't know, it's pretty crazy. It sounds crazy, but it was a thing. Uh, I often, like, it's crazy to even think about now... But, you know, I was talking earlier about the tour story with the, uh, the tour story. Um, I was talking about how, you know, you have to go and get on the computer to get on Facebook. That shit seems so faint now. Like, the only reason that I even, like, think about that is, like, can remember that. Is just because I went down that rabbit hole the other day telling that story about losing my guitar. And then I was like, damn, I forgot about how much of a pain it was to get in touch with that dude. And then I thought that I was going to be able to get my guitar back. And then he just totally fucked me over. <laughs> and I was a lot more ambitious back then. I thought that this guy was like genuinely going to hook me up. Like, I was not anywhere as much as like charged to the game. I was so upset when that dude didn't hit me back. I think I was like 15. I may have been 16. It was crazy. But. More to that point. It's like. Like how old. How old are you? You think about that. Take a second. You think about how old you are. Now think about. How. What you were doing exactly 10 years ago. That shit is crazy. Like, you think about where, like, let's see, I'm 27, so 10 years ago, I would have been 17. So, I was, uh, I would have still been in shaking, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't remember if I had a girlfriend at 17. It would have only been one person, but... I don't remember if we were dating. I'm uh, pretty sure I was smoking a lot of pot when I was 17, though. That was the behind-the-scene days. But for the longest, man, we were... It, it, we didn't... It was like maybe three or four of us that smoked. And that was it. We didn't let anybody else know that we were getting high. <laughs> Mind you... I don't know. Uh, 
I had smoked, I think the first time I smoked weed, um, no, I know, I was 14. And I had a friend who had a house. And it was like his, uh, his parents owned the house. But his parents didn't live there. But he did. And, but he was a little bit, a good bit older than me. And we smoked weed there. I was 14, I'm pretty sure. But obviously, that sounds really rude. I said obviously, but in case it was unaware, I, uh, I hung out with a bunch of older people when I was 14. I'm pretty sure that most people hung out with older people at this point. But, uh... No, and yeah, that was where I first got high. But then I stopped getting high for a long time. And then I got high again. <laughs> but no, that's what I was doing. Definitely, that's what I was doing when I was 17. And then I went to jail when I turned 18. Like, exactly five days after I turned 18. Yeah. But it was cool, though, because it was the first time I ever went to jail, and I just had a little weed on me. So if you could imagine, like, having to go to jail for anything, that's probably, like, the least. <laughs> like, if you actually have to get booked. If you're going through one of those scenarios where they bring you to the jail, but they're like, hey, it's all good, you just call somebody to get you, then no big deal. But getting booked... I mean, it was a big deal. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a it was a long night. <clears throat> and uh, my family nor my band were very happy about it. So, anyway, it was a time. Um, I don't know, man. We went and ate at this place called Ed's the other night. Me and my my lovely wife. And it really wasn't that bad. I mean, they did give me like a little, uh, you know, just a, a regular standard size cup for like beverages. Like, like I don't know. I paid $5 for a beer. And I know that m like the vast majority of humans are probably like, man, $5 is not that big of a deal in a restaurant. And I'm like, look, man. Like, I'm taking a card and going and sitting down. I ordered this, like, walked up and ordered it, and you gave me my beer. I'm totally cool with it, but I got a blue moon, so I met in the middle and just didn't complain. $5 for a blue moon, a 12-ounce blue moon, just sounds crazy. If I'm not, like, somewhere wildin'. Like, if we were at, like, a club or a bar that had, like like, good bands playing... Like, with nice sound system or some shit. But, it's like, if I would have known that, I would have just got their 16-ounce in a can, Paps Blue Ribbon. Which, to be honest, I really didn't care either way. I only got one beer while I was there. And, the food was bomb. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I mean, they had some, their burgers were really good. I mean, but let's be honest, if you if you go anywhere 
into any town that like okay I'm sure maybe a handful of y'all are from Hattiesburg Ed's is not the first on your list if if you listen to this and Ed's is first on your list please let me know like I don't you know message me on Instagram not on Facebook I don't have messenger but Instagram or something holler at me because I I thought it was good I didn't think it was like just outstanding I mean I shouldn't be able to go to like a, a local restaurant like that and not get what I would think is the best burger in town especially if you specialize in burgers now I am one person but you know I've never heard anybody else say that, like, Ed's is the place to go. But I would like to, if any of you guys have, you know, have your thoughts and opinions on Ed's. Uh, I think Five Guys is better than Ed's. And it's like, holy shit. I bet most of y'all are like, well, yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, I, I, see, now I, now I sound like I'm shitting on Ed's. But I would go to the Keg and Barrel and eat a burger before I go to uh, Ed's and eat a burger. Maybe if you look at just the environment difference, you know, that's fine. But I don't know what, why the keg is able to cook and provide me with a better burger than Ed's does. <laughs> I promise I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Ed's because they were really good. But I'm kind of just going on a tangent. Look, if any of you got any of you guys that are from out of town, you should go to Ed's and try it out. Because... Because it's good. <laughs> what if I told you that that was a sponsor? Like, what if Ed's was a sponsor and I just said all that? <laughs> that would be crazy. Like, right at the end of the uh, episode, you j it just goes, Hey, guys. We at Organic Poison go to Ed's and eat all the time. It's delicious. We even enjoy their $5.99 blue moon in a regular-ass cup. Come on in. Bring the kids. We have some random assortments of sand in the backyard. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's in the front. Are you already in awe? Well, take the trek seven miles up our steps so you can get to our second floor. 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 It's great. Great. Ignore the piss smell in the hallway. Way. Way. Sorry. Yeah, so I got some equipment coming, and uh, the podcast is going to be freaking popping, man. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit like a tit. I mean, it might, you know, be a little better. But, no, uh, I ran into uh, a guy named Josh that I know from here that I met through Brittany. And this guy, is, he's a cool-ass dude. Anyway, he was like, dude, I tried listening to your podcast the other day, and uh, it just sounded like you were a million miles away. And he just said, he basically told me, he said, dude, your shit sounds like shit. And I was like, cool, I got you, bro. And I, you know, I decided I was going to, I have had some great investors over the past year i guess and i've managed to through other things that i've spent the money on and you know whatever 
the sponsors have gotten me to the point where I have paid for most. I paid for the sponsor money paid for most of this equipment that I'm getting. So it's pretty awesome. And uh, I want to thank Manny Anderson and Philip Pygett because they're the shit. And I would name some of the other people, but I'm not going to because uh, Manny Anderson and Philip Pygett have done a significant amount of shit. And I really appreciate it. Anyway. Yeah, the podcast is going up a level. I'm finally going to be recording on the computer. I'm going to be done. The phone gang is done. I thought about going to episode 20 and making episode 20 the first one on the computer and having a guest because fucking guests are way cooler than just me talking to myself. Am I right? Am I right? I just want you guys to just hang in there with me and I appreciate you letting me talk to myself because that just means it's going to be 10 times better when we get a guest back in this bitch. But... My first episode, whether it's the... I I don't think I'm going to do two more episodes after this without it. Because I'm going to have all my stuff this week. So, I'm just going to go ahead and, you know... Hopefully, I'll be able to set it up quick. But I might end up needing some walkthroughs, so... But if not, then I'll come in popping and swinging and swinging and popping. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, Yeah, so... Looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I know this is kind of reverting back to what we were talking about earlier, but, uh, I don't know what's going on with the coronavirus. Like, uh, let's just put everything else to to the side for just a second. And I don't really know what's going on with the coronavirus because everybody was really, really, really bothered by this shit before. But they're also saying people are dying from it. Like, I mean, I feel like I don't even, like, I don't go anywhere anyway. And it's like when we would go to the mall or something, it was like we had to force ourselves to go. So aside from, like, not going in Walmart but once in the past, like, four months, it's like we rarely go in anywhere other than, like, a gas station or something. Or a restaurant. We went to some restaurants, but... You gotta be as safe as you can be in those places. And we decided... After we got paranoid after going out this weekend... We were like, fuck it. We're ordering... We went ahead and did the uh, ordering our groceries on uh, Walmart.com. Which is the shit, by the way. Because they don't charge you extra. And, you know... We talk about all this, these, I make them sound like ad placements, but fuck these corporations, man. These fucking corporations suck. Burn them to the fucking ground. I heard, I mean, I'm being dramatic, but I heard that the, like, Walton family was, like, some real deal, like, 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 rich fucks. Whoever the people own that, like, Walmart, I heard they were, like, some, some cucks, like, some ass wipes. I don't know if that's true, but it seems like they would be. But then, you know, you ain't got no haters. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So, I don't know. Maybe they're just rich and they're just completely disconnected from the rest of the world. And it just is what it is. (laughs) 
and people will just say whatever the fuck they want, or maybe they just do whatever the fuck they want, and they nothing can happen to them. They can just be dicks to whoever they want. Or maybe they're not dicks at all. Maybe they don't even exist. Maybe they're just like androids. That would be nuts, right? Uh, Donald Trump did a interview with his son, I guess, <laughs> the other night. Uh, I didn't watch it, but I saw on Twitter where they were talking about... Uh, I guess his son was like, hey, look, I don't care about any of these other questions. You know what I really want to know about. And he's like, well, what's that? It's going to be huge. No, he's he, he is like, uh, I want to know, like, what can you tell us about the aliens? Are you going to open up Roswell? And I didn't even know Roswell was closed. I don't even know what that means. But and he was like, oh, we're going to do that real soon, real soon. We're going to do that. Yes. Yes, it's going to be huge. Uh, <laughs> and he said they're going to open up Roswell, but I don't know what that means. Like, they're going to let people go inside of Roswell. Like, it's like, it's not, you, why didn't he say Area 51? You're going to let people go in Area 51, Dad? Dad, can they go in there? <laughs> well, son. I see the sound, same voice. Well, son. My name's Stanley. <laughs> I like porterback mushrooms, and I like to touch my butthole with a leather strip. <laughs> what? I like... <laughs> Damn. That's when you know that you have gone too far. Um, I greatly appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast. I greatly... Once again, I don't have any information on the uh, Best of the Pine Belt thing, so I don't know what to tell y'all, and it kind of bums me out. I'm not trying to be a a butthole about it, but it does suck. I mean, because so many people voted, and, you know, I'm pretty sure that there were even people who don't even listen to the podcast that voted, just being down. Between, I mean, and I think I've, I don't know if I've said it on here, but, like, I've been like, hey, the podcast one is you know, going to be exciting, but I'm really focused on the song one. Like, I had a lot of different plans for, like, recording and putting music out after I released the first two songs that I released by myself. Like, I kind of had a plan. And don't get me wrong, the plan still worked, but it was like, shit, I was planning on just, like, grinding, man. Especially through, like, the last couple of uh, weeks of college. You can promote a bunch of shit to them college kids, man. Because they're fucking awesome and they like to party. So, but then this shit happened. But the corona shit happened. And that sucked. But it's like, I don't really think that I would just be, I mean, I put out a song and I'll probably put out some more music in a week or two. But like, it's you, you don't want to just shove this shit in people's faces while there's way more important shit going on. So, I mean, I post my shit and post it and share it every now and then but there are definitely more important things going on and i've been talking mad shit on facebook i gotta quit i need really i really wish that my podcast or my music career would like just make it to like 
like upper first tier. So that way I could like pay for somebody else to run my shit for me. It's, that sounds bougie, but I just, just so I could really truly have no excuse to keep Facebook. Because I get into these I get into these arguments and I end up like talking shit to these people and then I'm like, wow. Like that's I, I'm I don't want to talk shit to people. What I ultimately want is for is to just say positive shit. Like I just want to say constructive positive shit. It's like try to meet in the middle with people. Try to find compromise. Like because that's what it's all about. And it's like but you always find yourself like you see enough people that say like the most like oh my god dude like at what point do you it's like you know it doesn't have it doesn't even have anything to do with the government or the politics of anything that's going on right now it's like some people just say shit that it's like how the fuck can you even think of that like that is not that is how do you live like that and it just blows my mind and i'm pretty lenient you know, like, I, I mean, I, I don't understand anything. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I don't. Like, when it, like, talking about earlier, like, where do we go from here? You know, like, what, is it, what the hell is going to be on the other side of this? But it's like, I never would have guessed or even mentally prepared myself for what's going on right now. Like, this has been, like, one of the craziest reality checks that's ever happened. I don't feel threatened like, I don't feel threatened yet. And that scares me. It's like... It, it, the, can you imagine... What this would be like if you had no, like, lubricant for it? It's like, there's been so many movies that are like... Like a... Like a... An, excel, an accelerated extreme of what's going on right now. All the movies you've ever seen where it's like they're the fucking... And it's like people talked about this happening. And like the... And I guess it's because it's not that far-fetched. If you look into previous systems and previous... I th Okay, I, one of my... I think my first episode coming back whenever I get my, uh, my setup... I think that I'm going to do a podcast and have someone come in here and talk to us about Marxism... If you if you ever heard that word or not heard that word, I want you to take thirty oh an hour out of this next week, take a full hour and look up and read and get get information about the word Marxism. M A R X I S M. And if they if the internet takes this down, then they're dumbasses. I don't think they will. I'm not popular. But I just want you guys to look that word up. And tell me, if you want to, tell me what you think about it. There's no wrong answer because like I like I will continue to say, I don't know shit about shit. I'm just trying to figure it all out too. This, is, this podcast and my Facebook feed is literally me figuring out things in real time. Like I... I I thought that I knew, and I thought that I understand, I mean, understood how things worked, but I'm wrong, and I'm not trying to be on no conspiracy theorist shit right now. We joke around and play about it, but I'm just being honest. I have, this is like some 
there's like, I don't know. But on a real conspiracy tip, you guys also need to go, when you're on your Google, do this one first and then go look up Marxism because I would rather you spend more time on that. And just, just to understand any information that there is out there about it. I'm not trying to push you in any certain way. With that being said, I'm not trying to push you towards it. But I would like for you to look at that and then you're, you probably will find a couple articles that will compare it to things that may or may not be transpiring in society today. It's, it's a thing. But I might have someone come in and talk about it. But I might not because without having, if I had, would have one person come in and talk about it, I would want to have somebody else come in and talk about it because I wouldn't want to have one person here giving one side of the story. Because it's fair to say that there are people that support the uh, the 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 I don't want to say literature, but the rhetoric. I think that's a good uh, maybe a good analogy. I'm not trying to be uh, offensive towards the subject, but um, and then there's people who are definitely against it. It is definitely two different trains of thought. It's a very different it's a different society thing anyway just look it up i'm sorry i don't care that much about it but uh yeah i think i'm gonna go ahead and go but i don't know i was thinking it's gonna be it's gonna be have to be a lit person to have to come in i don't have anyone i have people in mind but i don't have anyone picked out yet so, I mean, if you guys have any suggestions, I mean, you have to think logically, though. If you could suggest one person that could be my first one when I have, like, my whole full setup. Like, coming in here, two people sitting in a chair at my home setup, two microphones, the time has come, welcome to America, like, one of those moments. Welcome to America. What the hell? <laughs> who who would you who do you think I should get? I got some people. I have a list of people that I want to get on the podcast. I can tell you guys a few of them if you want me to. Guess what? I'm gonna tell you anyway. I really want to get my brother, Stephen Smith. I really want to get Lee Chambliss. Uh. I, you know, I'm not going to lie, it sounds crazy, but I feel like I can pull it off. I really want to get Toby Barker. <laughs> that would be awesome. Toby Barker would be great. Uh, I want to get Matt Howe. I know a lot of you might not know him, but he is a, he is a hometown entrepreneurial hero that spends a lot of time in the woods. Uh good guy good guy too um oh okay yeah i really want to get keith dalton on here because even still the longest running i mean excuse me the highest like numbered podcast that i have is my first episode and it's i know that it's because it says 
interview with Keith Dalton. <laughs> and it was just me and Tim. Me and Tim. It was my first episode. And I, I don't even... There's no telling what I said. I don't even... I haven't listened to it. It was recorded over a year ago. It was before my son was born. So it's crazy to think about that. I didn't have like a crazy spiel of my... Yeah, one whole year because I wish I would have done more episodes in a year. I wanted to do 52 episodes in a year, and I think I did maybe 12. <laughs> no. I think I did 11. No, um, excuse me. I think I did uh, 14. Nonetheless, here we are. I'm back on the grind, and when I get this shit set up, it's Gucci. Y'all, I'm thinking about starting a website. I'm going to have a website with articles, and it's going to have links and setups for all of my homies' shit, too. Like, people are going to have, like, it's going to be great. Like, just a promotion for different stuff. Not for everyone, but for certain people who are getting in on it with me. This organic poison shit's about to go next level, my family. Next level. It's not going to get too crazy, but... It is going to be next level. With that being said, I am going to also have some opportunities for you guys to financially support organic poison. Whether it be for the podcast or the music, those separate options will be available. Nonetheless, the organic poison, uh, I wouldn't even call it an umbrella. It would be like a, I don't know. It would, a bandana. Say <laughs> like it would keep your head dry for a second, but it's not going to protect you from everything. But the organic poison thing that I have, I genuinely would like for it to uh, to flourish. The podcast is great. I want to continue the podcast. I'm going to continue the podcast. Even if there's a, ever a time where I just don't make any music for a while, the podcast is rocking. We about to rock. We about to turn the podcast all the way up. Don't think for a second. Anything else? Because, listen, the podcast might take a little time and a little bit of organization, but we can talk, baby. We got all the talk in the world. <laughs> I love to talk. I have talked for too damn long. I'm about to take my happy ass in there and eat me a slice of cheesecake, and then I'm going to bed. So I appreciate the shit out of y'all for listening to this, and I appreciate the shit of y'all for pretty... And I appreciate the shit out of y'all for not being racist fucks. And I appreciate the shit out of y'all for listening to this, even though I curse sometimes. Thank you so much. And I appreciate the shit out of you guys trying to be better people. I appreciate the shit out of you people helping me want to be a better person. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being friends thank you for being you and uh yeah